to the Happy Me Project podcast, the space where self-development doesn't have to be fancy and we take the bullshit out of positive mindset. My name is Holly Matthews and I am a self-development coach. I'm a TEDx speaker, a former TV actress, the founder of the Happy Me Project and I'm a mom of two amazing little girls. In today's podcast, we are talking about stepping back out into the world, the anxiety you might be experiencing, how that feels for you and how on earth you navigate all of this stuff. So certainly here in the UK, we have today's date is the day where more things have been reopened, where we begin to be able to eat indoors, go to the pub indoors. We don't have to be shaken outside, freezing, desperate just to have a cup of coffee with our friends. We get to go to the cinema, theatre. Um, I don't know, what else are we allowed to do? I think we're allowed to hug outside, apparently cautiously. What on earth does that mean? Cautiously hugging's never been a thing, has it? And we are allowed to have six of our friends and family indoors or two families together. And yeah, so we're at this new stage. And with new stages brings, I guess, you know, levels of anxiety, brings new challenges and new things for us to deal with. So I thought we would talk about that today and really just discuss what it is we can be doing to help ourselves and also why we might be feeling the way that we are. In fact, this week I was talking, I was talking on talk radio. That's not a good sentence, is it? But anyway, I was talking on talk radio very, very ridiculously early in the morning, 5.30 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Are you joking me? But anyway, I really very much like the presenter, Daryl, and love chatting to him. And I've been chatting with talk radio throughout the whole of lockdown, which has been quite interesting because they really have, at every stage, we've discussed the things that we talk about on this podcast, and we have been able to give I've been able to give ideas sorry I've thrown myself here because I'm actually recording this from my new office and it's extremely loud out here and an airplane just flew overhead which um, has made me digress completely um, away from what we were talking about anyway talking about my early morning chats on talk radio and the topic of conversation on there is really relevant to what we're talking about in that we were discussing a New York Times article that came out discussing a feeling that many of us, many of you guys, definitely me, had been experiencing or have been or still are experiencing called languishing. What a lovely word that is, isn't it? Languishing. So languishing meaning that we are experiencing this feeling, experiencing this feeling of meh. This is actually the best way to describe just blur. We're not necessarily, and this is obviously not for everybody, but we're not necessarily depressed. We're not necessarily super stressed, but we're certainly not really happy either. And it's that in-between stage where perhaps we haven't sought out extra help, as in professional help or going to the doctors or really seeking out more help in some way. But yet we still don't feel amazing. And that seems to be something that many people have experienced during this pandemic time, especially during these latter stages. At the beginning of the pandemic, 
we probably, at least many of us, will have experienced what we call surge capacity. And I'm going to say surge capacity a lot at the moment because, do you know, when you read about something and you're like, that's it, that makes perfect sense. And then you think you're brilliant because you've learned something new. So this is my favorite thing of the moment. I'm going to say languishing and surge capacity more than I need to, um, just because I can and why not you know if you're gonna flex what you've learned um and also when I get caught up in something that I like or want to do I will talk about it endlessly so that's fun for everybody around me so surge capacity is essentially that feeling of when sorry it's a resource that we use when there's an emergency when there's something difficult has happened, our body will will tap into that surge capacity of let's get stuff done, let's prepare, let's um, you know adrenaline vibe that, and and certainly at the beginning of this pandemic, I think a lot of us experienced that. You know, it was that feeling of almost wartime spirit where we were like, right, we we're going to protect our families and our neighbours and each other, and we love the NHS and our key workers, and we're going to support and we will get through this together. And I talked many times about my feelings around this, and I did not know the words surge capacity at the time. So I would always say that my way of getting through difficult times has always been to create, not consume, to create things, to work, to do. That's my way of coping. Not everybody's, of course. But during the beginning of this pandemic, I really got to work. My surge capacity was high. My surge capacity always has been high and that I run very well when there's something difficult and challenging and in fact sometimes massively motivates me to do stuff. So at the beginning of the pandemic I was going live in my Facebook group every day, I was finding ways to talk and to help you guys through things and to help other people and to help my family and we were organising the school, uh, you know, at home schooling stuff and I was creating ideas for me and the kids to do and if you check out my YouTube channel, the girls and I did um, virtual holidays days and so every week we would go somewhere different we would go to Spain and we would pretend to be there and we'd eat Spanish food and we'd learn some Spanish and and we did loads of stuff and that was my surge capacity in full motion the problem with surge capacity is that it is a resource that is supposed to be used for a short period of time and so because of the pandemic lasting a rather long time we haven't had any space to recuperate and to Um, to replenish that energy that we need when we go through difficult times and so what's happened is that we feel really quite depleted and we keep trying to get back into that state of surge capacity of because we were functioning there and actually where we can get to is languishing and we are in that space where perhaps we feel just just a kind of nothing feeling that we just we're not super excited and and I've been speaking to my community about this new stage of going out into the world and many of them have said they don't really care that there's almost this hold back feeling of well maybe some you know maybe there'll be another disappointment maybe we'll have to go back into lockdown maybe you know I I don't even know how I feel about going back out into the world now because I've been away from the world and from my people and from the stuff I was used to doing for such a long time and so you might be experiencing this and there are some things that we can begin to do and there are also ways for us to manage the anxiety that might be coming up for us so how do we begin to get excited about things. So our brains are really clever and using your imagination 
to help us through this stuff is a really powerful thing. So our brain doesn't really know the difference between the real and the imagined. And it we, we know this because we can create all kinds of fear and anxiety in our bodies by watching a horror film or watching loads of episodes of Grey's Anatomy where I will sob absolutely just like I've lived in every breath and every moment of an episode. My brain doesn't know the difference, so I will cry, I will experience the heart palpitations of like panic when something goes wrong. And so we know that our imagination and or if we watch something on telly, we, we can experience those same things. So our brain's um, ability to imagine and to create a space in our our minds for things to be good or bad is really, really powerful. And when we use this for good, we can create incredible things. Visualization is what that's called and it's really powerful. So how about we begin to visualize things that perhaps in the past we would have got excited about? Or if we can't think of anything, then you think of new things that you perhaps could become, you could begin to get excited about, right? Maybe it's going on holiday, maybe it's eating somewhere lovely, maybe it's um, just a party, a birthday party with friends or something that in the past would have excited you or made you feel quite happy and content. And I want you to begin allowing yourself the chance to imagine this stuff. And this is twofold. One, it's beginning to exercise and flex that muscle of actually being more than just okay, being more than just in this languishing state. It's beginning to to allow yourself the, the chance to just play around with it in a safe space where you can let your brain know there's no way we can be disappointed in this instance because this is just our imagination. So we cannot be disappointed because we're the one in control of this. This is just pretend. So we can play around with that and begin by just imagining some lovely things that you would like to do. Would you like to be on a beach? Would you, I mean, I'm just saying things that I would like to be doing, obviously. Would you like to be sat in the cinema scoffing popcorn? Would you like to be clapping and cheering at a concert, a festival or something like that? I don't know why everyone's clapping and cheering. Do they clap and cheer? I made it sound really serious there. Um, Like it was just, oh yeah, yeah. I don't even know what that means. I don't even know if you can understand what I just, what the vision that I had in my head, but it doesn't matter because I will just continue and we will get back to this. So I want you to imagine, imagine some nice things that you could do, play around with things that feel exciting for you. The other side of this is that it also can help to alleviate anxieties that you might be feeling around doing some of those things. Because it's not without, it's not completely out of reach that you could go to the cinema now. Certainly in the UK, you can go to the cinema. So, but you might be feeling anxiety around that. You might be feeling that you're not, emotionally ready to go to the cinema because the social aspect of that might feel quite scary or perhaps the health side of that might feel quite unnerving for you. Some people are experiencing some really heightened health anxiety right now and you might be one of those people. So you can use your imagination to play out that scenario and it's dead simple. All you're going to do is imagine how you would get to the cinema, imagine where you would park, imagine walking in, seeing yourself walking in, imagining the smell of the popcorn or the hot dogs or whatever else, 
the sweets. Imagine maybe you get yourself a little pick and mix. I mean, you must be mad because the prices of the pick and mix are ridiculous. And everybody that I know, because I'm dead tight in that, will go to the shop beforehand and then pack that in your bag and then just bring your own stuff, right? 75p for popcorn uh, in the shop. And it's about five quid when you get to the cinema. I mean, you know, I'm just, I'm digressing again, obviously, but you know, imagine it, imagine it all. Imagine sneaking in your bag of popcorn, right? Imagine walking in. Maybe you can feel the carpet on your feet. You take, you, you show your ticket when you get in there. You walk in. You take a seat. You you hear the noises of the cinema, the the smells, the the tastes, whatever that is, and you really just imagine that. Perhaps you even imagine some of the conversations you might need to have. Do you speak to anybody when you go into the cinema? Maybe you need to pick up your ticket and you might speak to the person at the counter. Perhaps you are super loaded and you are going to get the full works when you get to the cinema. You haven't been to the cinema for ages. You're going to treat yourself. You're going to have a hot dog. You're going to have some salsa and some nachos, the full works. Maybe you have to speak to somebody there. In which case, could you practice in your mind that conversation and what that might look like? If you want to also alleviate some of those social um, anxieties that we feel going out into the world, there are lots of things outside of your mind that you can do as well, because you can literally find out what it is that you would need to do when you get there, when you go to wherever you're going. One of my clients this week was um, discussing a similar thing with me, and it had been a difficult, challenging thing for her in the past to go out and to do social stuff on her own as a single mom. And so we've worked on that, we've talked about this a lot and the things that we can do. And this week she went to the pub. But before she got to the pub, she had already worked out, you know, what were the rules of this pub? Where did she have to wear a mask when she went in? Did she have to, when did, did she have to wear a mask the full time? Where could she sit? This was prior to things opening up where um where could she park how would she get there who would she meet when she got there she had looked at it on google maps these are not stupid things to do guys and there is nothing wrong with you if you have to do those things as you begin to build your tolerance levels and your bravery and you push out of your comfort zone in order to get yourself back out into the world you have to appreciate the time that it has taken that for us to get to this point Not everybody went into this pandemic super confident. Some people went in fairly confident and actually this has knocked some of the confidence out of them having this time away from people and not being able to practice all of the normal social stuff. Please be kind to yourself as we go through all of this. You've been through a lot. Even if things were okay for you, you've been through a lot and you have been taken away from society an incredible amount. And that is challenging because now we have to go back out and it is all about taking it one step at a time. Looking at the things you can control, forgetting the things you can't control because you can't control them and just seeing what you can do to make your life easier speaking up if you need to if it's about going back to work is there a way you can discuss this with your bosses believe me they will be expecting many people because I've been doing some work for different companies they will be expecting many people to find it challenging returning to work returning to a workplace And it's okay to be speaking about this stuff and finding your way through all of this stuff. It's also important to know what your own personal boundaries are. What are you comfortable with right now? And what may you be comfortable with in the future, but you're not right now? We've been told that we are allowed to hug. 
right, outside cautiously. Now, for some people, they still don't want to do that. For whatever reason, they're not ready to do that. And that is okay. In fact, a lovely lady on my um, YouTube today when I did a live stream talking about this, she said exactly that. She is out in the world, but she, and she's okay with that. She's taking her time, but she's not ready to hug. And she felt there was an element of judgment surrounding her, you know, when she said she didn't want to do that because there's expectation there's an expectation of some people that they believe that everybody should be in the same place as them, that everybody should be feeling ready to go and do that. And let's be honest, some people were never, some people never wanted to do that in the first place. In fact, if you ask my sister, she would say even before pandemic times, absolutely do not hug me. What on earth are you thinking? So not everybody likes that in the best of times and the expectation that you should just go back and every to normal and you be fine going to the pub and fine going to the restaurant is a pointless silly stupid expectation and not everybody is going to be in that place so perhaps you need to write down some ideas of some sentences you could say if this comes up for you so let's say it's the hug thing and you don't want to hug and you feel that you are being you know questioned on this boundary that you're not ready to do that and maybe people want to debate that with you maybe write down some sentences, some things that you could say that are non-confrontational, that are calm, but really clear and concise and explain your thoughts and why. And you don't have to explain yourself in any great detail, just be honest and clear and people will understand. And if they don't, that's none of your business either. Let them move on with their lives and they will, okay? And that is simply it. So take your time, guys. Practice the things that you want to be doing. Imagine things in your mind. Play out scenarios. Use your friend Google to plan out your journeys and control what you can control. Put boundaries in place to protect yourself. And when, if and when, at any point you feel anxious, bring yourself into this present moment. Focus on your next step, the thing right in front of you this moment now. Place your feet on the ground, you might be standing, sitting, and just become aware of the your, your weight being held by the ground, supported. You are always being supported. Whether you're sitting down on a chair right now, just feel what that feels like to feel the heavy weight of your body being completely supported by that chair or by the ground that you're standing on or the, the seat that you're sitting in in your car. Feel your, the support that you have. Bring yourself into this moment by just beginning to notice things around you right now. Just look around you as we speak. Can you notice anything, anything black, anything red? Can you notice anything white? Can you smell anything? Can you hear anything apart from my dulcet Geordie tones? Can you smell anything, taste anything? Are there any different textures that you can feel around you? Bring yourself into this moment. Stop running ahead of yourself to the next stage. Regardless of us being told, certainly in the UK and many parts across the world, that we are going into a new stage, perhaps you're not quite there yet. Now, we don't want you to stay stuck. I don't want you to stay stuck somewhere, but do it at your own pace and be kind and compassionate enough to yourself as you walk through this. I will speak to you all very soon. I'm sending you loads of love. Remember, you can message me always on social media and I will say hi and I would love to hear your thoughts on this podcast and I'll speak to you all very soon. To learn more about the Happy Me Project, my online courses, events and one-on-one coaching, click the links below and get involved. Make sure to share this podcast 
follow, subscribe, and tell me all of your learnings. I will catch you on the next episode. Stay safe. Peace.